Hi, I'm Ken Reel, CEO of the Cape Ann Chamber of Commerce, and uh, we're happy to be back here in our second Love Cape Ann podcast. We're uh, excited about this format, and uh, we've got lots of great things to update everyone on. We want to take a quick look back at, at some of the fun things that we've just done, and then focus on what's coming up, which is really our summer events, and they're all so wonderful for the community. So we're going to spend a little time on that. Here with me is Carrie McKenna, our events director at the Chamber, and we're also going to hear from Karen Ristabin, and we'll talk a little bit about Cape Ann Plein Air that's coming up in the fall. So just quickly, a, a look back. We had a great small business week. This is something that the Chamber does unique, uniquely, and we actually celebrate small business in each of the four communities. Essex, Manchester, Rockport, and Gloucester, and basically to, to put a spotlight on these small business owners who are working with their heads down day in and day out, often for decades at a time, and really to rise them up and, and give them the recognition that they so much deserve as, as small business as such an incredible part of our community. And so just to quickly go through there at Essex, it was uh, Georgian Richard at Sea Meadow Gifts, and in Gloucester, it was Greg Bover at CB Fisk. In Rockport, it was Matt and Missy Anzavino. And, and Matt, of course, is on our board. He's a chair of the board this year. And then in Manchester, it's Jay Sabolkin. And, and Jay is the owner and manager of Allen's Pharmacy. And just wonderful people with incredible stories to tell. And it was just a great opportunity to meet them, learn more about who they are and and what they've been doing in business and how important those businesses are in the community. That was the first week in June with a celebration each evening. And then Friday, we have a, a wrap-up grand finale lunch um, where we invite all of those um, honorees in uh, along with their families and local elected officials and, and state officials as well. Senator Tarr was our keynote speaker um, for that event and that was at the Essex Room at Woodman's. Just quite a lot of fun. And so that was a uh, first week in June. You know, one more thing to, to mention on that, the luncheon, we also recognize the five scholarships, high school oh, scholarships right, right, at right, the, right the, the Chamber of Managers. And we had those uh, winners and their parents there, and that was a lot of fun to celebrate them as they head off to their college careers. It was indeed. So an important part of, of what the Chamber does is our whole education priority, and that, that's a really important part of that is the scholarships that we do every year. Right, uh, right through April and May, um, wrapping up in June was a, a very uh, significant um, initiative for us, and, and that is membership. The chamber is uh, our base; is uh, is our our members. We're a, a business-based organization. We have um, upwards right now of almost a thousand members, and the reason for that is we just came off of a, a very successful new member drive. Um, we had over eighty volunteers as. Uh, members of the chamber out there helping to recruit new members and uh, we have over 125 new members joining the chamber over the last two months which was such a thrill to meet all of these businesses and really to share our story with them what we do for the community what we do specifically for our business members and um, and as a result of that and, and also a very nice incentive package uh, that we put together we really were very successful in the new member drive and and now, frankly, we're, we're one of the larger chambers in the state, and I think we're even top 10. Uh, so it, what that does is it's not a numbers game. What that means is it, it allows our programs and services to be most impactful. It allows us to have the staff um, that we need to support both our, our business members and the community at large. So that was a, a really a, 
tremendous amount of effort that went into that. We want to thank all the volunteers. We want to welcome all of our new members to the chamber. We had a, a great new member reception at the Harbor Room, which is kind of a hidden jewel um, in East Gloucester. And, and we had many new members uh, attend that event. It was really a nice kind of getting to know each other uh, celebration. And that was just two weeks ago. And, and so there's been a lot of, of work and, and great stuff going on. I'll just say one other thing, and, and that is that the chamber is doing more ribbon cuttings than we've ever done before. <laughs> Karen and I are at a ribbon cutting literally. Um, at, at this point, it's about one a week, and including Carrie this past uh, Saturday, um, helped to celebrate the renovation of the Essex Town Hall. And that's a, that's a four and a half million dollar um, work that was done there. The town hall looks absolutely beautiful. And um, we invited the town in and, and the chamber was there to support that event and, and had the ribbon and our big scissors, uh, which makes it fun and festive and, uh, and really a, a great way to, to show off. And in this case, it was to show off a, a, some work that was done by the town, significant work, but also it's a great way to show off what businesses are doing, either uh, businesses relocating or coming in um, new to the community, or um, we'll even do a rib ribbon cutting for renovations. And, and so we have been doing um, about a ribbon cutting uh, a week uh, these days with several more that are coming up in the near term. They're a lot of fun. Um, they're, they're pretty easy for us to do, and it's a great way to spotlight the businesses. So, so it's an, another small benefit that we offer. So ribbon cuttings and new members and small business uh, aside, uh, we've got the summer coming up. The summer is a really busy time for the chamber. In fact, one of the things that we're so well known for in the community are all the events that we put on. And important to understand that the chamber does a lot more than just events, but events are an incredibly important part of what we do, um, both for the members that participate, but also for the community and um, for the community to be involved and, and really celebrate. And it's it's an important aspect of what people love about Cape Ann are, are some of these events that have been going on now literally for decades, several of which the Cape Ann Chamber of Commerce actually started. So with that, I, I guess I'll turn it over to you, Carrie, and if you wanna take to go through the rundown here on the upcoming events, um, starting in, uh, in July and going right sure. through August. Yes, so, so when Ken's talking about the events that we do in the summer, most of them are the festivals, the summer festivals that, that the Chamber helps to bring to Gloucester, and it really does foster a sense of community. It's a great way to integrate both the business and the community and, and uh, just have a lot of fun in doing it. Uh, the first, of, first one that we have coming up would be the first block party. We do three block parties in the summer. This is the second year the Chamber has taken over this with the city. We're, work, we're partnering with the city to bring three block parties to downtown Gloucester. First one is on July 15th. And we've got some great music lined up with the John Jerome Band, Tony and Enos with Inga Berg. The Gentiles are playing, Pierre Ave, Alan Estes will be there, uh, Carlo Sicala with his Mediterranean sounds, and one of my favorites, Quentin Kelward, a young man who's just really done a phenomenal job with his music in this area. He will be back at the block party this year. We've got some local, uh, local groups that will be performing. The Cape Ann Dancers will be there, Gloucester Stage with their kids program, they'll be there. And we've got an aerial show coming in. We've got a great secret surprise at the, the intersection there of Hancock and Main Street with the Red Trouser Show. This is a couple of guys who have literally traveled the world doing their show, and we are fortunate enough that they've agreed to, to come to Gloucester this summer. I'm really excited about them. They're on the, the July 15th show. So we're looking forward to that. 
Uh, after July 15th, we go to Festival by the Sea on Saturday, August 5th. If it's a complete washout, we'll be doing Sunday, August 6th, but we won't talk about that. I'm sure it's going to be a beautiful sunny day. That'll be in beautiful Manchester by the Sea. We start at the Town Hall where we have, we'll have live music there. We also have vendors, artists, and crafters uh, going winding down from the town green all down through to Reed Park and Masconoma Park down there in the harbor. Uh, we've got over 100 vendors with all sorts of different arts and crafts. This is a juried art show, so you can plan that there'll be many beautiful and wonderful items for sale that day. We've got a lot of different food coming and uh, very excited about Festival by the Sea. The, the music will be playing from noon till six. Our, our feature show starting at four o'clock will be Jittery Jack, and I know he's got a great following here on, on Cape Ann, so we're looking forward to having him play with us on August 5th. Um, another happening on August 5th is Country Fest. Country Fest will be at Stageport Park. Uh, that's not a chamber event, but we are supportive of them. And if you are looking for tickets, we are selling those tickets at the chamber. This is um, Ringo's second year, I yes, think, it is. with Country yep. Fest. And we're so excited about that event because we think that has tremendous potential just to really get big. And Stage 4 Park is a beautiful place yeah. <laughs> to see a show. And, it, of course, we've been doing Blues Fest there, which we're going to talk about next. Yep. But yep. Uh, Blues Fest is, is kind of about 1,500 people, you know, plus or minus. Country Fest has the, the potential to be much larger than that. And as they're back to back, they should really help each other in growing the audience and the importance of, the, of those um, events. Absolutely, yeah, and you're right, Ken's put on by Ringo Tar Productions and we're looking forward to this year being a, a bigger and better year than, than last year for Country Fest. The next, the second block party is on Saturday, August 12th. And uh, again, we're lining up the music for that. I can tell you that we've got a great show planned with the human knot. He will be at the, uh, the stage at the intersection mm. of Main Street and Hancock. And man, I was looking at one of his videos online and it's just incredible, the contortions that this gentleman can uh, present upon himself. So I'm looking forward to having him there. Um, again, we'll have all sorts of, um, the nonprofits will be represented. We've got, um, for all of the block parties, we've got jalapenos will be out on the street. The new Italiano restaurant will be out on the street. And Short and Main will be out in the street. So we've got some um, alfresco dining. We've got other uh, food trucks down at the, the upper end up by Bank Gloucester. Um, again, three stages of music. Bank Gloucester, Cape Ann Saving, and, and Institution for Savings have um, have graciously sponsored the uh, the music stages for us, and we've just got some great music that will be supported at each of those stages. Um, I would also add that Applied Materials is a big sponsor yes, of, of the block yep. parties, which is just great. They're such a community organization, and what they do for Cape Ann is really yeah, they're very amazing. Good. Yes, yes, yes. So there's all sorts of surprises and, and happenings at the block party. We've got Kestrel Education coming out with Cape Ann Vernal Pond. They'll have some of their favored creatures there for the kids to play with. We've got Kids Town set up by the YMCA. Um, a lot of the nonprofits will be represented on Main Street. A lot of the merchants will stay open, and some of them are doing specials. So it should be a lot of fun on Main Street for July 15th, the first one, August 12th, the second one, um, and the third one, I'll get into that right now, is on September 1st, um, and that'll be the final one of the season. It's the start of Schooner Fest, uh, and we're looking forward to, again, music and the, the special um, the special person there is going to be, who do we have coming? 
the Cape Band Dancers will be there, Gloucester Stage, Red Trouser. Oh, Brent McCoy. He's, um, oh. Brent McCoy was there last summer, and he was a huge hit, and he has agreed to come back this, this summer for the September block party. Um, in between the two block parties, we have, first of all, let me go back on August 12th, uh, the second block party. That night is Blues Fest as well. So um, Blues Fest is coming back for its fifth year. Um, they've done a great job with it. If you're a blues fan, you can literally start hanging out there at 10 o'clock in the morning and just enjoy the day at Stage 4 Park. They've got all sorts of food. Um, they're serving beer and wine uh, and, and top-rate blues music uh, and, starting at noontime. And just a note on that, this is not just blues. This is good old rock and roll. Yeah, too. It's, you're right. You know, blues can be very niche and especially some of the younger generation that think blues, oh, maybe I'm not interested. This is rock and roll. And it, it's really a fantastic lineup of artists that they have nationally coming in. And for what's the ticket price, $30, $35? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's such a good deal to be there for that long a time and listen to all of these artists play in such an incredible venue. So if you haven't checked them out already, uh, you certainly should do that. And, um, and the Chamber will be helping to sell tickets this year again. Uh, for both the Blues Fest and Country Festival. Yep, right at the chamber there. Um, Waterfront Festival, August 19th and 20th. This brings thousands and thousands of visitors to Gloucester. Uh, it's held at Stage Fort Park all day long, starting at 11 o'clock in the morning, and it runs till 6 o'clock at night. Um, they've got a couple of hundred vendors that come, and they're artists and crafters and all sorts of great things. They've got great food. Um, and again, it's at Stage Fort Park. The, beautiful beautiful venue backdrop there for for this festival to happen this is i want to say the 37th year that this wow. has happened yeah. and uh very excited about that um and what are we featuring this year best of all <laughs> <laughs> this year the chamber will be uh, hosting a a lobster bake mm. and we're doing that in conjunction with salty franks um he's going to be doing uh, a deal where for $25 you get your choice of a lobster. It'll be a, a one to a one and a quarter pound lobster, hot or cold, or a quarter pound lobster roll, whichever one you want. Corn on the cob, coleslaw, baked beans, a roll, pickles, a drink, and a dessert. And that's the best deal in town for $25. You can pre-buy your tickets at the Chamber or at Salty Frank's right downtown on Rogers Street. Um, tickets, $25, $5 will go back to the Chamber which um, we're very excited about, help us to continue holding these festivals going forward. Um, If you do pre-buy your ticket, you can get into a special pre-sale line, which hopefully (laughs) will be much shorter than the the line of the the day of for all the the visitors coming from outside. So if you're gonna be around, it's really, it's a great deal. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, Ipswich Ale will be at at the Waterfront Festival with their beer truck. And um, they'll also be serving wine, and we're very excited about having having that lobster bake. I understand this happened years ago, and we're very happy to be bringing it back yeah. this this year for the first time in in many years. Every single weekend in August, yeah. starting about the middle of July, yeah. <laughs> there are happening. some incredible community festivals and events, and and frankly, most of them are put on by or are largely supported by the Cape Ann Chamber of Commerce. So yeah. it's and that that last block party on Friday, September first, really kicks off Schooner Fest weekend, which is Labor Day weekend, and uh, all sorts of festivities surrounding that weekend as well. And Schooner Fest used to actually be a, a chamber uh, event mm-hmm. and has been taken over by Maritime Gloucester. They do an, an amazing job with it and uh, spend many months planning it as, as we're involved in that and in, in helping to support what's going on there and promoting it. But just a, a great group of people over there in, in bringing the schooners that are so iconic 
to this region. If you think about what happened, it's kind of a it's kind of a mini sale Boston with the schooners that we have here and all the schooners that come in. It's really a, a beautiful um, event with a great weekend and a wonderful way for the community to see kind of the heritage of the region with these sailing ships in Gloucester Harbor. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. That kind of winds down the, the summer there, um, but not to forget that in October we have Clam Fest in Essex. Yes, yes. <laughs> Something to look forward to. The big Essex <laughs> Once event. Once the festivals of the summer leave us. <laughs> yep, that is always fun. And that, that kind of wraps up our events for the for the year with, with Clam Fest. And then we go into our holiday events, mm-hmm. <laughs> which right. we'll start planning soon. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as the summer event starts to wrap up, then we start planning for the arrival of Santa. And, um, and everything that goes on here over the holidays, which is another amazing time of year. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about, and that is our, our annual auction is uh, fast approaching as well. This is our 30th year uh, for the auction. It is uh, our biggest fundraiser. Uh, the Cape Ann Chamber is a nonprofit, believe it or not. And um, we re- rely on these kinds of fundraising events to, again, allow our programs and services to be most impactful. So that's going to be at the Beauport Hotel this year. It's on July 20th. Uh, registration is open for that now. And um, it's really going to be quite a different event for us as we're going to talk about our mission and everything that the Chamber does uh, for the community and for our members. So if you have interest in, uh, in joining us on the 20th, please contact the Chamber or sign up online. We've got some great items this year. So this year we focus more on experiences as opposed to items. We have some beautiful artwork from local artists, but the experiences that we're being able to put together is a lot of fun. And um, I will say just as a little teaser that Anthony Atono and Safathi are going to be going at it again All right. for All right. <laughs> a fun night of, of dinner All right. cooking together. And we've got a Cape Ann experience, and each of the communities have an experience. And, mm-hmm. and of course, we'll have the safari there and, and new this year. I don't know if we should even say say it or leave it as a surprise. Oh, say it, say it. Well, <laughs> uh, we're going to be offering a, a wonderful trip to Tuscany. Yeah. And um, so that, that really is an amazing place to visit almost as amazing as Cape Ann, and, uh, and uh, that's going to be a great value at the auction. So if any interest in visiting or, or traveling to um, on safari or to Tuscany, join us and um, start bidding on that. And for the first time ever, um, we are going to auction off one of our Cape Ann license plates, a low number plate. Um, we've reserved uh, the numbers from 1 to 100 as um, set aside and so we're going to take a range of those numbers and we're going to auction off a number within that range of uh, the bidders choosing so it won't be a specific number it will be a number within that range and so that would be the first time that will offer up a very low number plate for sale. So that's an, an exciting part about the auction as well. Yeah, and, and the, some of the, the money from that sale goes to the Cape Ann Community Foundation, right. which probably is worthwhile talking about the deadline that's coming up on Saturday. Yeah, very exciting. Glad you mentioned that. Um, so everyone knows about the Cape Ann license plate. I hope, I hope, lovecapeann.com. Anyone can sign up and, and get a license plate. The proceeds go back to support the Cape Ann community um, through a new nonprofit called the Cape Ann Community Foundation. And so the foundation has a board of directors um, representing each of the four Cape Ann communities. And the, uh, the, the proceeds are determined to go back to the community towards promotion of the region, economic development, and education. And right now, we are in the um, kind of the end uh, cycle of a grant application. So we are letting $10,000 um, back out to the Cape Ann community as a, a first increment of proceeds from the Cape Ann license plate. So we said all along 
you know, that's that's an important part about doing this. It's not just the wonderful plate that, that we love to drive around every day. It, it's what that plate really does for the community financially. And so it's a, a great opportunity to give money back. And we are collecting applications now from nonprofits and municipalities and um, educational organizations and, and hope to be making some announcement um, later in July or August. And that, that there is a deadline of Saturday, so there is time if, right. if um, somebody has not is interested, you can call the chamber for more information, but there right. is some time to get in on this first round of funding. Right. Great, great update. Anything else on events this summer, Carrie? That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not much going on. <laughs> it's all good. It's a lot it's of fun. It's all good. It is a lot of fun. And uh, to get out there with the community and just really appreciate this whole other dimension at Cape Ann. That's a large part of why we're here. We certainly support the, the appreciate the support that we receive from the business community and on the community in general on all of these festivals. Yeah, it's, absolutely. it's overwhelming at times. It's absolutely. Great. Well, thanks so much for the update. What we're going to do is transition here and talk about one other event, and that's going to be in the fall, and that's Cape Ann Plein Air. We are back with part two of our June podcast, um, talking about a, a chamber update and um, events coming up this summer. And, and one event in particular that actually is not in the summer, it's in the fall. And it's not specifically a chamber event, but certainly we're very involved, as is the Cape Ann Community Foundation. And that is Cape Ann Plein Air. And um, with me, us here today, is Karen Ristabin, our project manager. And so, Karen, why don't you give us an update on what's going on with Cape Ann Plein Air 2017? Sure. Well, we're following up on Cape Ann Plein Air 2016, yes. which was a great success on, on nearly all metrics. Um, it was such a success, we have to do it again. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and the, I think the, um, the power in this event is really that it's a Cape Ann-wide collaboration of all four Cape Ann communities, all of the arts organizations, and the Chamber of Commerce and Sea Arts. Everybody's at the table uh, to pr produce this national uh, platform for plein air painting, and it's a celebration of, of plein air painting, which is what our artistic heritage is based right. on. So it's the first time in history that we have had this kind of celebration of, of plein air uh, as an art form. Um, it was great last year. We had 175 applicants uh, nationwide for 40 spots. Um, they were juried in, 40 artists came here. Uh, some of them actually were from here. Several of them were from the Cape Ann area. Um, and they came for the week uh, on the shoulder season in October, uh, starting Columbus Day weekend and for a week after that. Uh, it extended the season, uh, deliberately extended the season so that it's meant to create that vitality community-wide uh, during that time of the year. And, um, and it went very, very well. This year, we're doing it at the same time frame. It's October 8th through 16. We extended it by two more days this year, so we have more time to show the artwork at the end of the week. And this year, we got 182 applicants mm, for the 40 right, spots. Right. Uh, some a, of the same ones? Some it? of the same ones. Mm -hmm. Had a different juror. Um, who's uh, Shelby Keefe. She's a nationally ranked plein air artist. Um, she looked at all of the slides and chose the 40. And again, we have several from Cape Ann uh, and the Cape Ann area um, who are coming. Those from out of town will stay with host families uh, and host housing, uh, which is a wonderful way to include the community at large. 
uh, to have the artists stay with us as right. a community in all four towns. Right. So that's one thing we're looking for now. If anybody out there is interested in um, in hosting one of our artists this year, just get in touch with us. Um, basically, it's uh, the, the website is uh, capeandplanair.com. Um, I want to mention, too, very importantly, this could not happen without our sponsors. Uh, last year and this year again, Applied Materials is our presenting sponsor, uh, our main lead sponsor, and they've been extremely generous. Uh, and and they, they were so thrilled last year to be part of it. They came to the gala, said a few words uh, at the end of the week, and they it was beyond their expectations as a company uh, in terms of how they could get involved uh, as a sponsor for this event. So they um, very um, enthusiastically uh, re-upped this year. We also have, again, um, uh, By the Sea Sotheby's International uh, as one of our uh, high-level sponsors. They'll be very uh, they'll be very visible right, during this right. year's Cape Ann Plein Air. And we have uh, many other um, uh, local businesses and individuals who are supporting um, as sponsors on, on different levels. As awards, uh, some of them are na have named awards after their company uh, or as a memorial award, and that money goes directly to the artists. So there's going to be over $20,000 in awards and prizes that the artists will compete for. And so they come in for the week. They'll come in on October 8th, and there'll be an opening reception at North Shore Art Association, open to the public, free, and you'll get to meet the artists there. And then the, they'll go off and paint for five days. Um, during those five days, there'll be all kinds of associated events for the public, uh, artist demos every single day of the week, and uh, some talks and, and uh, presentations um, uh, offered for the public. They're um, the paintings that are produced by the 40 competition artists uh, will be shown at Rockport Art Association on September, uh, on October um, 14th, which is the Saturday night at the end of the week. A big gala celebration there. The tickets will be $65 uh, for general admission. Uh, unless you want to come to the patrons preview and get the first mm -hmm. look uh, at some of the um, paintings and have the first chance to purchase one. And that will be from 4.30 to 6 on that day, September, uh, October 14th. Um, and those tickets are $150, the open bar, there'll be a talk by the awards judge and some, um, some special treats there for the patrons uh, preview. Both the ticket price for the patrons pre preview, that $150, or the $65 for the general um, event, 75 that day, uh, can be used uh, to offset the purchase of a painting, which I think is a wonderful aspect of, of this that we do. We encourage art sales uh, because these are professional artists. This is how they make their living, and art sales are really, really important to them um, in the in the grand scheme of their day-to-day -day lives. Right. That, that, that has to happen. So, so we're hoping that by using the ticket price um, uh, as a deposit, um, so to speak, for right. uh, painting sale, that that will encourage sales. I think that was the one main thing that that we're focusing on this year mm -hmm. to improve over yeah. last year. I mean, last year, the event I, I think surpassed all of our expectations on how incredibly successful it was mm -hmm. that that we put up twenty thousand dollars right out of the gate in prize money which puts cape and plein air right up there on the national stage mm -hmm. as far as plein air events go when you think about the arts and cultural destinations in the country like a sedona or a telluride or a santa fe and they're doing plein air events at the same scale as we are mm -hmm. and we did it in our first year That's which right. is truly amazing and had 
artists from around the country and again from Hawaii yeah. join us, which was just so rewarding. Yeah. And and the one thing that I, I think the steering committee is looking to do is is to be able to sell more of their artwork mm-hmm. this year and make sure that people really understand that and there's there's some additional incentive yeah. to uh, allow that to happen. And to make sure that we can um, invest in it happening in the future, mm, too. Right, right. You know, we're, we're hoping this, that this will be an annual event for KBAN. A signature festival like this is, is really important for the whole community. And we're all playing in the sandbox really well together. You right, know, the collaborate, right. collaborative aspect of it is working really well. And I don't see any reason that can't continue um, on par in future years, but we do need to have the support uh, by the collecting society, you know, the, by the collectors among us, and I know there are many. And these these paintings are just the, the top of the trade. You know, these painters are the top of the of their industry uh, among among plein air painters um, national internationally. We have somebody this year coming from Quebec, so we are now international. <laughs> that's, that's fun. Yeah. So yeah, we are looking for a new spot for additional sponsors. We have a beautiful program book. We had one last mm-hmm. year. We'll produce another one on the same quality and that's another opportunity for people to place ads companies right. print to place several ads. thousand copies of those exactly and them. Uh-huh. yeah yeah collecting you know uh, those over right. over years the gala so. last year at rockport art was just absolutely spectacular mm-hmm. to see literally 250 300 paintings that were done during the week of all aspects of our beautiful community, yeah. from harbor scenes to ocean views to marinas to you know, what's happening in in Essex, and mm-hmm. and uh, it was just truly incredible to see all of this art portraying our community in, in different light and mm-hmm. different styles mm-hmm. and really a remarkable um, event. There were beautiful, some beautiful nocturnes. They went out at night and painted. Yeah, right. right. And that's actually one of our our categories, awards, right. our categories right. is the best nocturne. Um, the thing too is that having it, having Cape Ann interpreted um, by painters who haven't been here before, Cape Ann to these painters is Mecca, and many of them have never visited Cape Ann before. But they know that this is the birthplace of plein air painting right. in the U.S. So. Uh, it's a great opportunity for them to come. The artists who were here last year were so excited to be here, and we got to see our community through their eyes, which was really, really special. You know, we see a, there's a lot of plein air painting here. A lot of our artists are plein air painters, um, and so it's a way to sort of celebrate the whole tradition and to raise up all 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 boats right. <laughs> locally here and raise awareness of the incredible heritage that we yeah. have here, as you said earlier. It's, yeah. You know, with Cape Ann painters, it reads like a who's who in the national stage, the people who have painted here. And to be able to put a spotlight on that through an event like this is is a wonderful way to, to do that. To include, to include more of the community this year, we're doing a couple of things differently. We're having a quick draw event on Sunday the 15th at the Essex Shipbuilding Museum. Uh, last year we had a quick draw event on, on the Wednesday um, of Cape Ann Plein Air Week in Manchester. This year we're just, we're just making sure that all the towns are well represented and equally represented. So this year it'll be in Essex. And that's a chance for any artist, any anybody to register and paint 
for a timed two-hour period within the same area of the uh, Essex Basin and um, and then put up their work uh, to sell at a reception. And right, it's just right. a fun, fun event, very quick. So it's 10 to 3 on Sunday the 15th, and you can pre-register for that for $20 online. Um, another thing we're doing is um, inviting... Uh, all of the galleries of Cape Ann, all the art galleries of Cape Ann, and the businesses to the hotels, the restaurants, to be Cape, Cape Ann Plein Air affiliates and to put up a little sticker in your business or in your gallery. And if you want to show one of our competition artists work during that week on an easel in your lobby or in your gallery, um, it's a really wonderful way to have everybody be able to preview mm -hmm. some of the work by these uh, really special artists. So the affiliate program is new. We're also going to have an event in Manchester at the Manchester, Manchester Historic Association and show uh, some of the local artists uh, in a very special way during the week uh, to highlight right. uh, yeah. those among us. And so. we kick off the uh, the opening reception. Is that that's at, at North, uh, Shore North Shore Art Association? Yeah. That, yeah, fantastic, right? And then the gala again will be at Rockport right, Art right. Association. All four so. communities. Everybody's awesome. involved. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a talk on Thursday at the Rocky Neck Cultural Center by our awards judge, who will be in town, uh, Mark Hansen, for mm -hmm. for the week, and he'll do a demo and, and a talk there. So yeah, we're all all aspects are involved. So if people so. want to volunteer, if they mm -hmm. want to offer for host housing, mm -hmm. if they want to sponsor, what, what's the best way to get in contact well, with you? Well, email is capeannplenair2017 at gmail.com. Uh, and that goes to me, and I kind of you know filter it out to whoever is uh, running different aspects of this. Um, and then the, the website, again, is capeannplenair.com. Uh, so they can be in touch. Again, it's kpnplanner2017 at gmail.com is the email address. And is there going to be an upcoming community? Oh, yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. July 13th, it's a Thursday night, uh, 7 o'clock at the Rocky Neck Cultural Center. We'll have a community info um, session and just just be able to tell you everything you need to know there and sign up volunteers and and uh, have it be a fun event. So. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, we're still a few months out. So this is we the, are. This is yeah. the first update, uh, but yes. I'm sure there'll be many more to come. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's going to be a wonderful event. We're really looking forward to it. It's really, it's a fun group. It's a fun group working together. And I think that synergy of all of the uh, organizations working together really kind of radiates out to, to make right. it a successful event. So right. yeah, it's awesome. great. Good. Thank you very right. much for the update. Thank you. And I Thank think you. with that, yeah. that's uh, concludes our second podcast, our Love Cape Ann podcast. And um, until next month, we hope that you have a great remaining week. Mm -hmm.